Welcome to Chronic Risk, the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. Stay tuned for expert advice and analysis on issues pertaining to risk in the cannabis industry from NCRMA's members and certified service partners. Chronic Risk, secured by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, starts now. All right. Welcome to another episode of Chronic Risk, the voice of the NCRMA, the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. I'm your host, Alex Herding, the Chief Risk Management Officer for the organization. Thank you for joining us. Chronic Risk is the podcast that gives insights on risk and the cannabis industry from the NCRMA's partners, members, and affiliates. Today, we are joined by a man who can provide our members insight into the important first step of building your operation, which is the dry utility feasibility in the cannabis industry. I know that's a, what, it, what am I talking about? What, the, what we're talking about is includes electric, gas, and telecommunications and planning for them. Um, my guest is Sonny Antonio of Sunshine Design, LLC. Welcome, Sonny. Well. Alex, thank you for being on. Uh, let me share with you. I'm more happy to be with you guys and knowing what's going on in the world than you guys are with me, but I uh, appreciate it. I'm here to help and give you all the insight I can give. Great. Thanks, Sonny. Well, let me let me talk a little bit about your experience and uh, warning, guys. This is a this is going to be a mouthful. He has been in the industry and been, work, and been working for a long time. Um, Sonny Antonio is an expert on rules, on the rule tariffs governing electric, gas, phone, and TV. He has worked for PG&E, which is the, the utility giant in California for over 24 years, working his way through the ranks, starting off as a helper, ditch digger, to welder, to foreman, to managing director before he moved on into the private sector. He left PG&E um, to run UDI, uh, where he was in charge for four years before starting his own consulting firm. Uh, Integrated Utility Consulting Corporation, the parent company of Sunshine Design. Sunshine, along um, with the U, with the IUCG, provides full-service utility design and expertise both for commercial and re- residential building projects. Sunny sits on the California Building Industry Association Board of Directors, the State Energy Committee, and the, is a California associate to the National Association of Home Builders. Um, he has obtained his bachelor's degree from St. Mary's College and executive management training from the University of Michigan. For more information on his business, you can find it at sunshinedesignllc.net. And Sonny, I'm really excited to have you here today as we go into 2021 and all these people and businesses are gearing up for these new states um, and operations in cannabis. Uh, you would be one of the first people I would advise them to talk to because you really can help people plan their operations to make sure they're spending their money wisely on the needed utilities and ultimately just saving them money because that's what this is all about. And from my um, experience, starting cultivations, um, building and operating cultivations, this is one of the most important first steps. A lot of people don't take this first step and and, um, 
designing and developing their utilities very seriously on the front end. And that usually ends up really, really bad as they start operation because you need electricity for everything to grow the plants for the for the lights. Uh, the electricity goes down. You obviously can't grow indoors. Um, it's an essential, essential part of expanding your operation. So just the forethought of this utility um, of, of the design of the, as you call them, the dry utilities, um, electric, gas, and, uh, and telecommunications. It's just, it's just critical. And um, we're really, really honored to have you here. So well, thanks. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's, it's very critical. And we've done enough of them to know the steps they can fall into. Like they just go out and they buy a building or they buy a piece of property and they assume everything they want is there. And then all of a sudden they don't have what they need or they don't know the steps to figure out what they do need. And we like to work with them to let them know ahead of time, hey, this is what you have out there. This is what's going on. Yeah, you have power, just not the power you need. And, and, the, and the bad pitfall is that they find out that they buy the building. They go, oh, well, I can, I'll worry about it later. I'll get the power I need later and finding out the power they may need. And, and by the way, critical, they don't look at gas. Many of them don't look at the gas. I got a gas meter, so I must be good. I got electrical wire, I must be good. So yeah, we're gonna, we, we help them get through that process as well as we coordinate and design a lot of it so that we can make sure that they don't fall into a pitfall and go, oh my gosh, my $10,000 I thought investment and budget for my power ends up, ends up being 100,000 or 200,000 or I don't have it at all. Which yeah, happens, that, which that's happens. exactly. This is exactly what we want to avoid, you know, our members to avoid is that uh, that pitfall. And that's exactly why we have you here today. And so I, I wanted to start off just kind of asking you about 2020 is just a wild, weird, uh, wild year for everybody. And I'm just curious how how it was for for your industry. How was the utility design business in 2020? Well, it's it's been damn busy <laughs> because uh, for a number of reasons. The, the industry of not just the cannabis industry, but the housing industry, the commercial buildings, the hotel, shopping centers, they're still going forward. They're still busy. And in California, because the power companies become further and further and further behind, because one, they've got issues as you know, the fire issues or trying to rebuild systems that they can't meet the need of that customer. And that's why applicant design, which what we do was created. So they're falling further behind. Um, I think we're educating more of the cannabis people about what they really need. We're, we're doing a lot of projects up in the Eureka area and that area where they have not been on power and now they're trying to get power and they're trying to figure out how do I get power? You know, so there's a lot of work in that one, um, doing feasibility studies, going out and meeting with them, telling them what they can or cannot do. And, and, and it's not what they cannot do. It's what they have the availability of now what they might have if we work with them a year from now, two years from now. So it's busy. It's not slowed down at all. In the power industry, electric gas, you know, we coordinate phone cable. Um, our design works busy. Our feasibility helping people understand what's out there is busy. And it's because we're educating them. And many of them early on are learning in California what you're going to learn across the nation. Yeah. It's the last thing they think about is power. They go about a building, they're ready to go, they want to grow. And it's not just the power needed. How do I work with local legislation? How do I work with setting up uh, with cities to inspect correctly? How do I set up with the local states with their commissions about what rate or tariff 
my I'm going to be on. So there's a lot of I think there's a lot of parts moving. We we want to make sure we help them and you guys understand and your your customers out there. What is it I'm going to run into? Yeah, no, this is all great information. And we have some great questions for you coming up here. We're going to take our first break um, and we're going to come back with Sunny and we're going to talk a lot about planning in this industry, how to plan, prepare for um, building and operating a facility and just, you know, not making some of those mistakes that really can sink your business. Um, hold on tight, everybody. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Chronic Risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are here with Sonny Antonio, and we are talking about utility design and feasibility. And I know this is one of those subjects that most people, you know, they don't want to talk about, but it's so important. And we have the pr best person here to talk about why it is important, why planning for your facility, planning for your electric, planning for your gas and your telecommunications is just one of the most important first steps and starting a cannabis operation and facility. Um, so Sunny, can you, you um, the cannabis industry obviously uses a lot of electricity and other services with cultivations and, and the other operations as well. Can you share your experience working with cannabis businesses? Yeah, sure, happy. Alex, though, I think it's critical that uh, the experiences we've had has probably not only educated us on what you guys are doing, uh, and, and, and the need for the power, but also has expanded the part where um, the end users are now understanding any talking early on with anybody involved with what they need, electricity, gas, phone cable. And the first step they always find is that they think they have a wire. They think they see, oh, I got a wire to my building. I'm good. Right. I will tell you that early on, finding out what that building is, checking to, to work with, get with an expert, get with someone like us that says, hey, I'm gonna go out there and cite and tell you, you have this, you have single phase, you have three phase, but you only have it up to X. And we can tell them, we can find out what the existing facilities are out there, electrical. Is it large enough to feed their new load? What do we have to do to expand it? Can we expand it? Short-term, long-term expansion? Yeah, the power company will bring power to you. What's your costs? What is it you need to know ahead of time so you don't get in that pitfall of buying a building or buying property 
which I see also happening, buying property, thinking, oh, I see an overhead line out there, I'm good. And they don't have what they need. One, the second one that they, I will tell you, none of them have looked at is a gas. They see a gas meter and think, there was a you know a little store here late before that, or there was a, a warehouse before that. So they had gas, I must, it must be okay. But you need to get two things you need to look at. One, get a hold of your early planning electrician to find out what you're planning on putting in there power-wise, what's your lighting, what's your air conditioner, what's your receptacles, what anything electrical, what are we gonna put in? One, what's the voltage gonna need? What's the panel size I'm gonna need? That is critical early on before you even buy a building or what your potential needs are electric and gas, minimum need communications. Do I have a phone line there? Do I have a cable line there? Which one do I have? Checklist items, check, 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 check. Do I have these? Okay, now where do I go to make sure I have the information I need? That is a pitfall they all fall into. They buy a building, they don't, they don't check any of these things before they buy the building or buy property. No, that's excellent point. You know, and actually uh, we had a, a conversation earlier that you really, flipped a switch in my head, I think, and, and I think it, it, it can resonate with, with the rest of the industry because um, you were mentioning a lot of these people, you know, they trust the utility companies. They come in and think, okay, the utility companies have obviously got this covered. I, there's a line coming in. It's obviously gonna, you know, it's obviously there for me to use and it, this should be simple. Um, and, and you thought you have some other advice for for bringing in third parties such as yourself and other and other electrical designers and can you can you expand on that on why a third party designer would be better than than just calling up your utility company well experience is going to tell you and history is going to tell you that that right now specifically in the last maybe i'd say five to ten years they're all shorthanded okay they're all downsizing um the knowledge and experience in the past, and I won't speak for everyone, but I'll speak for a lot of them in California. All that person on the other end knows is that, hey, I got a call from a client. Do we have power out there? Yeah, we're good. We got power. But they don't go in the depth to say, you have single phase, you have three phase. Wait a minute. If I go to a thousand amp panel three phase, is there enough power there? Uh, yes or no. If I go to 2000, the question most People, not just cannabis, ask to call a power company and they go, hey, I'm on so-and-so street. Do I have all the power I need? And they go, they look on it. They see a map. Yeah, you got power. They don't get into specifics. They don't get into the details. Do I have three-phase? Do I only have single-phase? Do I have enough to feed a 4,000-amp panel or just a 2,000-amp panel? Detailed questions that consultants like us are going to ask and field check, for which the power companies do not field check anymore. They're going to look at a computer screen. They're going to put up a plat map and they're going to say, yeah, you'll look good. Detailed information saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, not just on the building of power, but on the building you just bought that you can only go 2000 amp and you can't do 4,000. Or can I expand to 8,000? And how do I do that? Panel sizes are 4,000. That's the max. Can I get 8,000? Some areas like smud, 4,000 is all you're going to get per property. Each area is different, and that's why consultants dive deeper into the needs of that customer. Ask questions that customer will not think about asking a power company. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just so smart because there's, 
you know, a lot of this industry is, is the biggest risk is what you don't know. Yep. And, and, and this is such a high risk to, to get to, to go into a facility and not know what you don't know about your utilities, because that, like you said, it's going to lead you down the route of uh, potentially thousands and thousands of dollars in expense or completely shut you down, worst case scenario. Well, and a good example on that, Alex, is it's not just that now I know what I, if I go to a power company, I said, hey, I need this. I say, yeah, what's your engineering time? The reasons designers and consultants and applicant installers were created in 84 and I helped write the applicant design process that, that we do before I left PG&E. Why those were, were created? Because the builders in California could not get things on time. They had no option. All they had was PG&E or Edison or SoCal Gas or San Diego. The option now gives them, I, am, I just bought a building. I got to get my cannabis production going by July 1. I go to the power company and say, hey, I need to be going by July 1. There are no guarantees that can happen. It might happen, yes, but there are no guarantees. And these people, hotel people, shopping centers, subdivision guys, they can't wait. So feasibility study is not just about what power is in. When can I get that power? Am I a year away to get three-phase? Am I two years away? Is the infrastructure built out there by the power company large enough to feed my new load? And I believe you will run into that in a lot of rural areas in the Oklahoma area, the Texas area, all these areas that are now getting approved for cannabis. People are buying property out there, but they don't even know what they have. Yep. And it's very critical to do a feasibility study. Have somebody, I'm sorry, I, I'm one of those old fashioned guys. I kick the dirt. I want to be on site looking at it. Then I can talk to the power company and say, hey, what's out there? What can we do? I tell people all the time, I don't do your work. I don't build a building. I don't run water. I don't do landscaping. Don't do our teamwork is all about making sure the team works together to get every, all the information needed to build what you need on the end use. It's yeah, it's just value, so valuable uh, information that these businesses, again, should use right at the beginning of their operation. You know, and, th and that leads me to, you know, uh, the, my next question, which is, and I, you probably have already touched on it a little bit, but what is the biggest facility-related issue you see in cannabis businesses as they're starting out? Not knowing the real power source. They're guessing at it. I have a lot of them that come in and they'll say, and I, I can tell you real-life stories where people have actually, I have one going on right now, went out, leased a building, the real estate lease owner said, Oh yeah, the, we just put a 400 amp panel in there, so you're able to do whatever you want. And the next question was, that's great, but did you go to the power company to tell them you upgraded your panel to 400 or 600 and 800? Right. Because that line going from your panel out to that transformer or out to that facility tie-in may not be large enough. I have an actual one going on right now that they never asked the power company because that realtor or that lease owner didn't do their homework either to ask some questions. And I work with one in Oakland, California. She makes sure now from every time she looks at a building, she calls me first. Hey, this guy's interested. I told him to get a hold of you before he buys this. Is there power available? And if not, what's it gonna cost to extend it? The biggest follow is that they buy a building, they don't check on anything and they go to work. They they put their lights in, they start doing everything else, and all of a sudden they start blowing 
fuses, or in this case, they had to shut the power off on the transformer because it overloaded the transformer week after week after week. Now they're six months behind getting a new transformer, three to six months behind getting what they need. They lost everything in that building that they were growing because they now have no power. Yeah. Early on checking things out will save you thousands, if not hundreds of thousand dollars down the road. Oh my, this is just so valuable. I, again, I wish every everybody starting a business was listening to this. Everybody's to get into the cannabis industry because this is just so valuable. And we're gonna we're gonna stop for a quick break. Everybody, hold tight. We're gonna ask Sunny quite a few more questions. We're gonna get as much information out of them as possible, so you guys can save as much money uh, and not find fall in these pitfalls that uh, so many businesses have. Um, hold on tight, and we'll be right back. Chronic Risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right. Welcome back to... Chronic Risk. We are sitting here with Sunny Antonio, just a wealth of information for every business owner, every cannabis business owner, or everybody uh, looking to to jump into the industry. This is just, this is the guy you want to talk to. And um, he's talking about maybe not the, the most interesting or at least uh, exciting uh, subject, um, utility design and feasibility, but talking with Sonny, you, you're definitely making this a very exciting um, topic. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on because this is just, it's so important. It's, you know, and, and you talking about saving thousands, if not tens or greater thousands of dollars. I mean, I think that's going to pique everybody's interest, but, uh, but no, thank you for being on here. And, you know, and I want to, I want to ask you, you know, for all these people and all these businesses getting into the industry, all these new states coming in in 2021, what what advice would you give them as they're looking for property and facilities into which, in which they want to operate? I think the most important part when you're looking for, for your facility or if it's an existing building you're going to buy or if it's property you're looking at, you check you check to make sure you have water out there do i have water out there do i have the ability of storm or sewer out there do i have all that and they check 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 i need water i need water i need water well power is the same thing how much power do i need do i need gas how much gas do i need is gas available some cases not available what are my alternatives what about telecommunication i i have a very very um sophisticated facility in there to monitor my growth, to monitor what's going on. Am I using any kind of a phone or telephone telecommunication to make sure I keep that stuff top so I can communicate to others? Do I have that? Early on, check 
check those items. And just like going to a doctor, I might go to one doctor and he says, yes, I have it. Another doctor, it's always good to check with two different sources. I will share that across this nation. I worked for a power company for years. I tell people all the time, check the power company. If you want to double check and get more information, get a consultant. Or if your electrician's local and knows how to work with people, do that. But get with somebody, and we, we every day that talks electric. You're right. For you, it's not an exciting thing. It's a passion for me. Get involved and find out early on what is out there. Talk to somebody who can give you all the answers. Create your own checklist. What do I need to find out? Do I need to know how much power I need? Do I need three phase? Do I need to check everything you need when you're looking for a piece of property, including what is available in that existing building I'm buying? What is out there? What's the panel existing? What's it look like? What's the voltage? Single phase, I mean, there's a ton of questions, but those are the early on questions asked. What availability do I have? If I put my work to, if I put my building in tomorrow and I'm ready to go, am I ready to go with power? Yeah. Oh, just super important. And yeah, and I don't mean to diminish the how interesting your industry <laughs> is because it's, oh, it's okay. interesting. Trust me, I, but you know, I think I'm, I'm speaking to, you know, the masses here in the cannabis industry who are focused on, you know, I, I, understandably their process. And it's just one of those processes just says you don't focus on, like you said, you get in, oh, I got the lease. I got the facility. Now I can do my thing. I can grow my plants. I can extract, I can infuse the products and they don't want to think about this, but this is such the, like I said, one of the most important first steps it's going to save you on really everything you do in the future. I mean, the return on the investment of doing what you're doing here and, and, and focusing on the front end feasibility with the, with the utilities, this, this can make or break your business. This is, this could be the determining factor if you keep operating to the next year or, you know, and, and, and expenses, as we all know in this industry, it's the profit margin is it's, you know, working with the plant isn't as, you know, the profit margin isn't as great as a lot of people think. It is a race to the bottom for expenses. How cheap can you produce this product? And if you're not thinking on the front end about electricity, that's going to, that's going to push up your product costs and ultimately, you know, help or, or, you know, deter potential buyers from your product. So this is really just the center of, you know, of starting a business, how do, how do we control costs? How do we prepare for expansion? And everything you're saying is extremely important and interesting. And we are going to keep a little teaser here because we're going to do a part two of this chronic risk with Sunny Antonio. And we're going to come back and we're going to ask a lot more great questions and have, I'm sure, brilliant answers uh, from Sunny here about you know, what to do when you want to expand and you don't have the right utilities and a whole lot of great information for these new businesses and operators coming online. And we're going to wrap this up and thank everybody for joining us. And we'll see you on part two of this podcast. Thanks, Sunny. And uh, thanks for everybody for joining uh, us. Thank you. Thank you for your time.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.